a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Yeah, okay, all right, we know we know you don't have to say anything. Um, we're not, we're recording on um, on the day that uh, we're recording on on the day that the episode should have come out a week ago. I don't know how to phrase what I'm saying. <laughs> we're we're a week late, not even on recording, but on releasing. Yeah. Um, but I will say this because uh, so a while uh, a few weeks ago, for a while there, we had a, a flawless track record, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons that's contributed to the continuously late releases of episodes is that we broke our streak. We had, a, for some reason, I don't remember why, we, we ended up not getting an episode out on time. And then ever since then, we've been like, yeah, whatever. Um, but we yeah, have good fact, excuses this time. Yeah, we, we do have good excuses. It is funny because I feel like for the past like couple, I don't, how long have we been doing this? Like a couple years? Yeah, I don't know. Yes. It's like two uh, and a half years August or something. August 2018 was when the first episode Jeez. came out. It's so like two and a half years. Um, t- I guess two years like consistently now. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I feel like for the past two years, we've been bragging so much about like never missing a week. And well, here <laughs> we are. We've missed like two in a row. That's what I'm saying is we uh, missed the one and it was like all downhill from there because we didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so sorry it's late, but welcome to Not All Bad, uh, where every cloud has a silver lining, but that doesn't mean you can't complain about it. I am Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman. Um, one, one thing that's good is, like I was saying before, we were off by one week. So we released one episode a few weeks ago, a week late. And now, because our podcast is released every other week, we were on like a bad schedule. We were on the bad timeline. We were in the bad universe where the episodes were coming out on the off week instead of the on week, you know, because we yeah. got off by one out on every other week's schedule. And so now this puts us back onto the on week, assuming that I can oh, edit did- it and release it in time <laughs> before Friday. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's better. It's, it literally feels like, I mean, I guess that's the nature of it since we, only do this every other week but it feels like it's been like a month since we've like done a proper episode it's been it has it's been so long um i mean i i've missed it uh the we've got good content it's just hasn't been coming out well you started a new job which is part of it i did and with this new job i i don't it's not a typical like work five days have the weekend off it's like 12-hour shifts on random days, and I keep forgetting that my off days, we need to record. And so I, <laughs> on my off days, I'm like, finally, a break, and then I don't record. Or we do, I don't tell you we should record. And then I start working. I'm like, hey, I know I'm texting you at 3 a.m. because that's sometimes why I work, but uh, we should record soon, and then we never do. But uh, we're getting there. We're figuring it out. <laughs> we're making it work. Um, also, we have the very valuable, uh, or viable, I should say, excuse of uh, – the massive Texas winter storms that came <laughs> yeah. through a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Didn't that, you lose your power for a while? Yeah. Well, um, it wouldn't have worked for the podcast cause I lost, I, I, for several days there, most of the Monday through Friday week, I lost my power. Uh, I would lose it for an hour and then come back for an hour and then I'd lose it for an hour and then it'd come <laughs> back for an hour. And whenever I lost power, all the cell towers would lose power in the area. So I'd lose cell service as well. So I couldn't text or call anyone or anything. 
Oh, wow. Um, which, yeah. out of all the ways to lose power, that's probably the best because it means um, my, like, heater worked a little bit. So, I, you know, was, my house is mm-hmm. like 60 instead of some people who um, had it much, much worse, dangerously worse. Um, my water never froze or anything, so I made it out okay there. I didn't have to use... Nice. I knew people that, including my parents, that had to snuggle show into their toilet and use that to flush because <laughs> the water lines were frozen. <laughs> That's so terrible. I know. Um, so, and, I, and also, luckily in Dallas, we didn't have a boil water advisory, or at least where I live. So the drinking I, water I did was have, safe. Yeah, I had. We didn't have one, but it was like the boil water advisories made a circle around our neighborhood, and we were like, I don't know if that. I doubt <laughs> our water is like safe. If like everyone around us is supposed to be boiling, so we were boiling just in case. We we somehow did not lose power. Um. We speculate because it's we're like a, a block away from a fire department. Yeah, but um, we we never lost power, but we did lose Wi-Fi and cell service for like a couple days. It was kind of funny because we still had electricity, so we were like comfortable inside. But then we didn't have internet. I couldn't text or call anyone. And then it was like, all right, so uh, what DVDs do we have? It's like <laughs> yeah, the years like it's like the late nineties or two early two thousands because it's like, all right, what do we have in the house? That we can use to entertain ourselves. What did people do back in the '90s before they had internet in their homes? We had to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got. I'm happy that I had Wi-Fi because at least as long as I had power, I had Wi-Fi. So every other mm. hour, I had it. And what I did was on the first day was I downloaded. Um, uh, I bought the or I I sub- signed up for the free trial of Nintendo Switch for the seven days, and with that you get like a free download of all the, these Nintendo games from like the early nineties, like the Nintendo entertainment system and the super Nintendo games. You got a bunch of those for free. So I had the free trial, signed up for the free trial and and played all those like all week. Cause I would just sit around and uh, you can use a switch port in its portable mode without power. And then at night I would just plug my phone in and the switch in. And with every other hour there being power, it, it was able to charge for the, over the night slowly. That's, you may have just sold me. Not that we probably will have another winter event like this for ten years, or hopefully ever again. You, <laughs> you basically just sold me on buying a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it uh, it really came, and and I have other games for it I could have played, but um, in fact, I don't know why I did that because I have plenty of other games I could do, but <laughs> it was for free, so um, whatever. Uh, but that was how I stayed sane. I I was very unproductive on my work day. Um, but people, we were still kind of expected to work, which is bullshit. And I could actually like throw an actual temper tantrum about, but I won't, um, cause it's not funny. <laughs> it's just sad. Um, yeah. overall though, um, w- what an experience I, I wish maybe you can, maybe you can completely, um, debunk this for me, but I just was sitting, I had coronavirus recently. You know, we've talked about that on the show before. And my quarantine during the snowstorm was a hundred times worse. I was so, for some reason, maybe it was because my phone didn't work or half the time or because I didn't have internet or because the rest of the world was shut down with me. But that one week on the snow quarantine was way worse than the two weeks under the COVID quarantine for me. Yeah. Mine was like the opposite. And this, this may be different also because... I, I have roommates. That's what I was going to say is I was, you can debunk yeah. it for me if, if roommates helped. 
because for the snow quarantine, it was kind of fun that like we were cho- not that we even have that like many movies physically, but like of the ones between the three of us, we had some. So we'd be like, all right, like whose turn is it to like pick or like, I don't know, we were watching stuff together and at least able to talk and like a couple times went out in the snow. We were lucky enough that since we still had power, we could come back inside into the warmth. I know some people were like, heck no, I'm not playing the snow. Cause then when I come back inside, I won't get to warm back up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, um, whereas with quarantine, I was kind of just having to stay in my room and not even talk to people. Um, and that was, that was a little, uh, exhausting. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I kept thinking about how much fun it would have been had I been like, like if I had a friend who lived like down the block, I could like strap on my snow boots and walk to, because the mm-hmm. funny thing is, is I had a few friends over the weekend before it, it really got bad and everybody brought like a case of beer on accident. And I ended up <laughs> like in my house, it was the funniest thing. Cause in my house, I didn't go grocery shopping that weekend cause I was too hungover. But so what I, for the entire week I was eating like peanut butter and jelly for every meal because I had nothing and I, I didn't want to go to the store. And, but at the same time I had like literally 50 beers in my fridge. So I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to just get like hammered alone in the cold. That's sad. So I'm just eating these like little like snack foods for dinner. But if I had a friend who lived a block away, he could just come over and we could just, you know, crush some beers and throw some snow around. And then it would, it would have been, it would have transformed from a miserable week to a great time, a little vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That <laughs> I, I do really feel like having people come over would have probably made it better. I mean, um, I just feel like having people here made it more fun. I, Especially, so it was my first, like, I had, I had that week off anyways, and I feel like my hours with work have been so weird that I hadn't really been seeing my roommates or anyone before the snowstorm. So for me, it actually made for a more social week. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's kind of fun when you're forced to not go out or do anything, and you have an excuse to You gotta do make nothing. your own fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know, obviously, that gets old eventually, but every once in a while, it's kind of nice. It got me back into drawing because I just I would sit by the window and let this like sunlight come in during the day because <laughs> my lights didn't work and I just draw for hours on end. Mm-hmm. If I, I, when my internet would come back for like a couple hours, I a couple times saw your Instagram stories of those drawings, and I so badly would want to submit a suggestion. But then my internet would like go back out and I couldn't. Yeah, I would I would post on Instagram and like tell people to give me whenever I had power to say give me suggestions on what to draw when the power goes out. And there were some really good ones. I got them right here actually. Yeah. So so ultimately, it sounds like Paul and I made it out pretty lucky. But um, we hope yeah. everyone else was able to to genuinely stay safe and hang in there. Yeah. It was, it was um, I know it was really awful for a lot of people. So um, jokes aside, we hope you're all good. Um, and we hope we don't have to do anything like that again because it was pretty miserable. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I have uh, so Jake uh, actually texted me yesterday. Um, so uh, he's been he's been on point providing us with vanity plates. He's identified uh, <laughs> as he you know drives around the state of Texas. Um, and, and if you're interested, let us know. You can email us or DM us on Twitter. Or if you know Paul or I, text us individually. Um, if you if you spy any, any fun vanity plates on on cars out there, vanity license plates, he said he saw a Lamborghini with Q O O Q O, which is it's all capitals. So they they look it looks almost I like five O's in a row. Interesting. Um, and he 
um, he always kind of provides like a little bit of, of co- his, his interpretation of what it is, which I appreciate. And he raised a really good point that I wouldn't have thought of, but I think it's, it's probably accurate. Um, being that it was a, a Lamborghini and it's like a random sequence of Q's and O's that look almost identical, he's wondering if maybe it was like a, so they could get away with speeding more easily so that it's harder to identify the license plate. Yeah, when you when you brought up that the Q's look like O's, I immediately thought of that, that maybe it's like a, it's a Lamborghini, so it's likely someone who's like, like I'm above asshole. having to fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you said what I was gonna skirt around. Yeah, you just came out and say it, said it. Uh, and so they probably would love for the cops to show up and be like, "Did you see who was driving 160 on the highway?" And they're like, "It looked like a bunch of O's." And then they wouldn't be able to like look it up. Yeah, uh, I yeah. I, also, I think I forgot to bring up. I texted you it. Um, I th- I don't think we've recorded since then, but I texted you a picture of. Chunny, oh yeah, that said Chunny, and I I don't know what that would stand for. Like like that's 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 phonetically sounds like a real word to where I don't think it's like a random like I think it's a vanity plate. It sounds kind of like a bad word too. Yeah, I I or almost like, like hesitated to say it out. I don't know why I hesitated to say it out loud because I was like, is someone listening to this going to be like, I can't believe Paul said Chunny. That's so. <laughs> Uh, but I don't, I don't know what it means. <laughs> like I can't, it somehow seems like some combination of the word honey and something else. Chum. I mean, it's on like a, a nice, like Lincoln SUV. And so like, I don't know, seemed like a, a upper middle class mom car. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's see it's, what Google has to say. That's a good point. I did not even look up the word. Oh God. It's really bad. Oh my God. It's so gross. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> it's clearly a bad word. <laughs> Urban Dictionary says, oddly enough, they say it's short for Charles, which usually Urban Dictionary is like, a chunny is when you take a crap in a, a used condom. Like, you know, so, but, 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 but it just says short for Charles. So, um, or it could be Children's Health Home of Upstate New York. Unless, is it chunny with two N's? It's two N's. I, I, oh, then it definitely could be Children's Health Home of Upstate New York. I am finding on Urban Dictionary it meaning to, like, party so hard that you get sick, which is a little odd to me. So really, uh, like, what what is the etymology of that? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, chunny to vomit. I'm so ill, I'm going to chunny. <laughs> also, I, the fourth definition that I see coming up say, says it's a com- combination of the words cute, hot, and funny. Um, mm, yeah interesting it took me till number five to find one that indicates that it's uh, genitalia <laughs> yeah okay uh. <laughs> i like i like this one because i like these because um urban dictionary is like who am i going to trust more on the definition of a word that doesn't exist halo 3 mad snipes from 2016 <laughs> or dj lulu shadow cat from march 19th 2007 it's kind of a fun little game <laughs> but i will I say see that, that dj lulu shadow cat though that sounds it doesn't even sound like a real name <laughs> dj lulu shadow cat though said that chunny stands for cute hot and funny 38 people thought that was good but 32 people thought that was bad so i'm gonna say that's likely not the definition that's also the only definition that dj lulu shadow cat has uh, contributed to the urban dictionary website interesting um, if we're going by like dislike ratio, um, 
Halo 3 mad snipes uh, <laughs> saying that chunny means to vomit is is uh, taking the cake. Also, <laughs> the person who submitted that, uh, wow, this is one of the Urban Dictionary's top contributors. They've defined 433 items on this website. Their top, uh, their top definition on Urban Dictionary is lewd, which means not decent, obscene, lustful, unlearned, or vile, which... At this point, it's not it's not UrbanDictionary.com. It's just Dictionary.com. This person's just <laughs> defining words with their actual meaning. All right. Well, uh, we just had to pause and restart recording because my computer, for some reason, my uh, recording software errored out. Uh, Your computer shit his lose, pants. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we didn't lose too much. But uh, in case we did, uh, sorry. Uh, bummer. Uh, but yeah. it's it, it, you might just hear Zach talking a little on his own for a, yeah. We don't know. We seconds. don't know what we lost or or what <laughs> yet. So we're just gonna do this really awkward thing where we just interrupt whatever great goof we were just on and just <laughs> have us kind of like stumble back into the room, embarrassed, um, tail between our legs. Um, but whatever I pro- whatever, just imagine that no matter whether we lost anything or not or what we lost, just imagine that it was incredible content that that this was is just lost to the to the wind Mm. yeah um all right we've talked enough about i think we're talking about urban dictionary or something but i don't (laughs) want to talk about that anymore um i want to do the actual show that we came here to do which we've taken our sweet time (laughs) to get to it um if this is your first time listening to uh not all bad welcome uh so paul and i each have come to the show with something that has upset us recently we're going to talk about that um and then uh the listeners have sent in some items that that they that have made them mad that we're going to talk about, and uh, typically we end the show by um, talking about things that have instead made us happy. But I'm going to be honest. Spoiler alert! Uh, today we're going to end the show with a guest. Um, we have uh, a friend uh, coming on the show that's going to uh, talk to us about stuff that's upset her, and uh, it's going to be great. So stick around for that. Um, and if you want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, let us know via our email. That's notallbadshow at gmail.com. Um, but, and and uh, I'm, even going, I'm even going to butt in really quick and say, if you have let us know before, don't be afraid to let us know again if you want to be a guest. Because there was a while where we were like, we're restructuring guests. And we had some requests at that point. I'm going to be honest. That was like a year ago. I do not remember who has requested. So if, if you <laughs> yeah. requested, it's not that we like hate you and don't want you on, but like feel free. Like if you're like, but actually I would be a great guest, uh, which first of all, bold of you to say, uh, just <laughs> I'm sure you're great, but um, go ahead and just uh, re- feel free to request again. If you uh, are still a fan and not too offended that we didn't have you on. I'm down for a repeat too. If you've done it again, you can you can let us know if you're ready to fire off with some more. If you had fun the first time, <laughs> we'll let you know, and we'll do a focus group on your first episode to find out if audiences were well received to you. And if so, then you can come back. <laughs> um, I actually did some. I do. Did, did, ooh, Jesus! I'm gonna take another pass at that one. <laughs> I actually did some due diligence. We got the message across. I think. Before we started, and uh, it's it's your turn to begin, Paul. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, to to mentally prepare myself, I'm just going to uh. Cracking a cold one. Uh, continue to poison my brain with alcohol. Drip so. it and rip it. I'm not drinking <laughs> alcohol uh to for the podcast like I usually do, um because I have been 
on my absolute worst behavior for the last three weekends, <laughs> and my body can't is shutting down. It can't handle it anymore. Proud of you for taking the the right steps. Uh, for me, this is my day off. Uh, right, to right. Tomorrow, so True. like actually, I'm like. Might as well. Uh, but so for anyways, this is like my Saturday night. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's my turn. I think is what you just said. I already yeah. forgot. Um, I'm going to talk today about how much I dislike the culture on YouTube around reaction videos and thumbnails, like the <laughs> artworks chosen for thumbnails. Um, I, I'm going into this with the assumption that, that all of you know what YouTube is and the concept of what a thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, Zach's making a face at me that he gets it. Uh, in the sense <laughs> that he was putting his hands on his cheek, looking the most shocked he's ever been. Um, just, I don't know. I I have I understand incentive wise. In fact, I've known some YouTubers who have kind of even like candidly told the audience, "We know that these reaction thumbnails or clickbaity titles are like." annoying but also when we use them like we get like four times as many clicks on the videos so like this is our job and we're gonna do it so like i get that yeah but it's it it's the worst thing ever so so i'm gonna like paint the scene a little bit it's like i see this a lot also for some reason video game culture and youtube culture at least from what i've seen youtube is filled with people reacting talk about video games which is great i love video games but like it's like they'll be like the new call of duty is called what it's someone looking (laughs) so surprised you'd think they'd walked in seen their sister shot like it's the the new title of call of duty modern warfare 4 could not be that shocking to you yeah or it's like um it's like man reacts to to hearing uh, or t- to seeing uh, someone slip on the ice and he like looks terrified. It's like, it's just like some like video going around or, uh, or it's is, like, is there, is there a possible uh, name for the new call of duty game that would elicit that sort of reaction in a person? Like if it was like call of duty, modern warfare six, um, there's boobs in this one. Like if, 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 <laughs> If if that it was like like there's a sex scene in this game like if that was on the box then I might make that face in the target video game aisle you know like but we yeah. but we know that's not the reality so, so maybe that's what maybe it's like our chimp brain wants to click on that thumbnail because it's like maybe there is boobs in this one <laughs> yeah and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing is there are scenarios where i guess it's warranted but so many of them aren't or so there's like the shocked surprised lane like that like i don't a lot 95 percent of the time it is not something worth being shocked over uh but then it's like a lot of times for podcasts if they if it's an interesting topic like it's a hard question like <laughs> um it's like, like not not what we do here <laughs> yeah it's like is there a god or like do you want this person to be present? It's it's like the most thoughtful uh, looking face. And actually those aren't good examples. Cause like, I guess, is there a God would be a question that would put someone like maybe with a thoughtful face, but it's more likely something like, well, my negative rant is Christianity. So hang on to that. One. <laughs> but, but more likely it's something like, is Halo three actually good? And it's someone looking so stumped and like looking down deep in thought. And it's, it's, 
And then uh, podcasts actually are, and and you know what? We can, since we're not a video podcast and we don't have YouTube thumbnails, one day y'all can come back to this and really grill us because I'm sure if we had to make thumbnails, we'd probably do something we probably do exactly this because it probably would help our business. I'm saying but, it's a shame it's an audio medium because I can make some real goofy faces. Yeah, I, w- I this is the one time where I really wish we did have a, a video podcast because I, you're entertaining me at least, Zach. But, <laughs> um, but like then there's – with a lot of podcasts, especially like comedy podcasts that I've listened to, every thumbnail is like cutouts pasted over like the, the thumbnail of the people at like the moment they're laughing – laughing hardest in the episode and it's just like i get it it's a comedy show you want to see like it's 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 like every time you see that your brain's like oh this must be a funny one they're laughing in the thumbnail but it's in <laughs> right. that like pr- that worked on me for a while but now i'm kind of like all right i get it you want me to think you're laughing every episode yeah and, it's and okay know, it's a funny show we know what we're doing here and and really I think what this comes down to that I just feel so cynical about is the concept of reaction videos. And there's, there's lots of different lanes. Sometimes it's like reaction to the trailer for this new movie or new game, or like reaction to hearing this song for the first time. And the thing that makes me so cynical is that some of these channels have lots of views and I like, like in the millions. And, and I understand that basically the idea with, reaction videos is if there's something you love like a movie or song that you love the kind of the joy of when you get to share with like a good friend something you love and them loving it too it it can be kind of on a smaller scale captured by even watching a stranger on the internet (laughs) reacting to and loving what you love so like yeah i don't know like listening to your favorite album and they're like maybe they have one of those react faces like i understand the concept but it feels so predatory to me in the sense that there is no incentive ever for anyone making a reaction video to post a video of them just going like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> like they yeah. always have to react like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Or like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Like it's always these huge emotions. Everything is the best thing they've ever heard. The best thing they've ever seen. Right. And it's so exhausting to me just going, every video on the internet is like, it's the big. I, I would just love to see a reaction video with a thumbnail of someone looking really bored and being <laughs> like, like, like. I watched the new Star Wars. It was fun. <laughs> like, I, there's never. Don't forget to smash that bell. <laughs> Click like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I played this game. <laughs> it's. That's not to say that there aren't like reviews or discussions where things are just. Uh, people are like, I'm just lukewarm on this, but it just seems like, at least in the thumbnails and how things are presented, there's all the incentive in the world, view-wise and even monetarily in terms of like ad revenue, that everything you do has to be the biggest deal in the world, and I just, it's just so great. Like I can't, even like people I like on YouTube use thumbnails like that, and every time I click on it, I'm like, I can't. I can't. The, I can't go on like this. It's like I can't. <laughs> I've had about enough. <laughs> yeah, it's just too much for me. Um, I I'm sorry I didn't talk c- contribute too much. I've been thinking about boobs ever since I thought about boobs in Call of <laughs> Duty, and now I know the episode title that we're gonna have for this episode, which is not all bad. Episode sixty. There's boobs in this one. <laughs> and at this point, if you're listening and you clicked because you thought there might be, there's not. It's an audio medium. 
Although I could like, <laughs> well, I could do some like foley work. I could like, here. Just imagine that someone taking off a really uncomfortable shirt and bra. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's so vivid. I can I can see them with my mind's eye. And now I'm doing the like the the face like. Oh, the reaction face. Zach's jaw has dropped at uh, what we're looking at. Wow. I love that. That's like, <laughs> it's like that face in a, in a Flintstone sound effect. <laughs> the audio capture on that is beautiful, by the way. The waveform of that sound effect is gorgeous. Mm. Can't wait to hear it myself. <laughs> so um, is, there any, is there anything else you'd like to talk about with uh, YouTube thumbnail? I, I don't get on YouTube a whole lot, but it does. it is, it is annoying to me. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't have a lot. I don't, I don't have anything to add. Yeah. I mean, it's basically just the visual, uh, version of clickbait and it's yeah. just, I just don't feel like respected as a consumer that everything has to be, uh, the biggest deal ever. That's all. Yeah, I get that. Um, well, anyway, it's time for the best topic we've ever had on the show. Uh, <laughs> like, like, what did Zach talk about this week? <laughs> Zach said, the what? Sh- <laughs> oh my god, that's the worst one. <laughs> ah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to betray too much ahead of time, but, um, I will say that, uh, we, uh, um, like I said, we have a guest later. Um, her name's Allie, and she was a. Uh, a br- I made the same mistake when we recorded three weeks ago with her. So, um, and when stumbling over my words, I was a groomsman, and she was a bridesmaid in a in a wedding um, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, and um, we talk about that uh, a little bit in our guest segment. So I won't get into any details, but I will say that I'm here. Uh, I thought it. Be, uh, would it be appropriate? Um, I'm, I'm stuttering a lot today. I got a lot of my brain, I guess. It's been a while. I'm out of practice. We haven't done this in a long time. It's um, true. I thought it'd be appropriate if I ranted about wedding planners, uh, given the context later on. This is not specific by any means to the wedding I was just in. Um, but I was reminded of it by the wedding I was just in. And I will say that I've been on, I've been in, uh, three weddings, uh, within the last, uh, couple years. And, uh, I've been, uh, kind of closely involved with uh, a couple more. So, um, this is, this is universal in my experience. This is not, uh, singling out the, the recent nuptials. Um, the wedding planner, uh, obviously you go to the rehearsal dinner and uh, the purpose of that is to get drunk. But the second purpose is to rehearse the actual wedding ceremony and to practice where to stand and how to walk in and all that. And um, there's always a person there who's kind of a representative of the venue or the, the actual wedding planner themselves or whatever. And they're kind of telling you where to stand and stuff. And I find it extremely annoying uh of the double standard of the wedding planner being like, uh, when was the last time you were in a wedding, by the way, Paul, if ever 2018 summer, 2018. Uh, okay. Um, so I don't know if this is, you can pipe up if this is your experience too, of the wedding planner being like, okay, to, you know, assuming that, um, 
you know, she's talking to the bridesmaids like, okay, ladies, like let's all line up and stand here and uh, make sure you face this way. And then it's always like turns to the guys like, all right, you gangly group of stupid oafs. Welcome to the party, (laughs) bitches. Don't ruin anything. Like, or I should say the wedding planner speaks to every member of the groom's party. Like it's like, it's a, like it's 50% of us are, rushing a frat freshman year and the other 50% of us are like the estranged alcoholic uncle like nobody's gonna cut like it's like no farting at the aisle guys no farting at the altar like why I I hate this idea that like this is we are all here because one of our best friends it's the most important day of their life and you think we're gonna come in here and like like come in like swig in a Coors Light and like trip over a pew <laughs> and like puke down our tie. Like this is, it it is so insulting to get spoken down to by the wedding planner. Like we're just a, a gangly group of idiots who are here to just party, which is part of it. But like none of us lack the respect. I, I feel like part of it comes from the pack, fact of the wedding. Exp- God damn it. I feel like part of it comes from the fact that the wedding planner has experienced some horror stories in her career. Yeah. And I I would wager that a most of them or at least a lot of them have been caused by the groom's uh side of of the wedding party. Mm. And I just but I think, you know, that the judging a book by its cover, the double standard is really annoying of like I feel like and this is a stupid thing to talk about. I'm not trying to make the argument that like the men's rights like <laughs> soapbox here like make no mistake i'm just i'm talking about like mostly in a joking manner but i think it's ridiculous how if if a guy were to stand next to another guy at the altar at the incorrect place or like face the wrong direction or accidentally turn the wrong direction or something you're gonna get like a complete like torrent of comments like oh like stupid ass idiot boys don't know how to take a picture like can't like oh that reminds me of my dumbass ex-husband can't follow any directions like you know what i mean like not everyone is like a character in roseanne right like we're we're just just trying to be here and trying the best we can i don't i don't like the disrespect or the assumption that we're all a bunch of drunken idiots here to party i I find that super annoying yeah Um, i the wedding i was in a couple years ago this didn't really happen, so I can't really speak from personal experience. But I do feel like both in like media, like movies and stuff, and from what I've heard from other guys that I've known in weddings, it, it, it's just that like, okay, I take that back. I've been in uh, when I was younger. I was in a couple weddings, like since my siblings are like ten years older than me. But anyways, <laughs> um, I almost forgot about that. But. Um, that's not really been my experience, but I have heard that just in general, uh, as a guy at a wedding, the 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 vibe you get from wedding players, and sometimes even from like the families of the people being getting married as a like a groomsman, is just like like you guys must just think this is all a big joke, huh? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like can we not be here genuinely excited for a friend? Like they're probably like I I know you guys don't even want to be here, but uh, maybe you can take this seriously and stand in the right spot. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying it's like it, – it's not like – we're treated like we're the juniors who snuck in a senior prom. And it's like, man, I can't <laughs> wait to like grind on somebody and like maybe find like a warm Bud Light behind the stage. Like, like, like it's such a 
I don't get it. Again, like it's I'm just as happy as everyone else to be here. I'm just as honored. Um, yeah, I'm a goofball. I like to joke around, but I'm not wasting anyone's time. I'm not not taking it seriously. I know how to walk down the aisle. I know how to hold somebody's like interlock arms with somebody and walk in a straight line for 10 paces and then stand still for 30 minutes. I'm capable of all that. Thank you very much. Again, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not trying to make any like actual grandiose arguments on the role of gender in society. I'm just saying, I find it a little bit annoying that in my experience, I've had to go through that double standard. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to, MRA cast, the biggest men's rights podcast <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Matt, how many men's rights podcasts do you think there are? There's probably a lot. I'm gonna <sighs> I'm gonna tab out of Urban Dictionary and just do a quick Google. I bet it's more than you'd like to be, but still overall pretty insignificant. I mean This is just a joke for you, Paul. I'm gonna edit I think this out now that I regret like I'm not gonna start any beef here. But this is appears to be Maybe a hybrid of a a men's rights podcast and a furry podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this seems some like real crap. I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna be a real uh, jungle gym exercise and trying to navigate the editing process for what I'm gonna leave in and leave out because I feel like it's funny. I just don't want to like cause any beef or call anyone out specifically. Yeah, I mean. Man, this episode between the men's rights talk and the boobs is going to be a real, uh, real big <laughs> jump back in for us. <laughs> let's do. Let's. You ready for a random rant? Because I don't want to talk about men's rights anymore. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> All right. So this one comes to us from Steve, um, and uh, we are like, this is convenient because we may have to keep this one brief, um, because we want to leave room for the the guest spot at the end. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what this is asking. (laughs) I'll read it to you. Um, I'm doing some Googling in the meantime because I don't know what it means. Everywhere should have VAT. It's so much easier. So I'm just going to Google what VAT is. Okay. It's a large tank or tub used to hold liquid, especially in industry. No, I imagine it stands for value added tax. Everywhere should have value added tax. It's so much easier. Um, it's a type of tax that is assessed incrementally. That doesn't help me, Wikipedia. I don't know. Do you know anything? This is exposing me as like a massive idiot. When it comes to uh, economics or um, really anything related to anything related to being an adult at all, I just don't know. I don't know anything. Let's I keep see what- reading, I keep reading <clears throat> like uh, definitions of value-added tax, and my, my understanding has not increased with each like reading. Right, which is why I'm going to go to Urban Dictionary and see what Urban Dictionary says VAT is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the official dictionary of not all bad. Oh my god, VAT is short for value added tax. It's literally right here on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> okay, vodka and tonic. Now we're talking. Everywhere should have a vodka and tonic. It's just so much easier to get drunk if you're just drinking vodka and tonic. I can get behind that. Value added Urban Dictionary is coming in hot with these definitions. Value added tax is a general consumption tax assessed on the value added to goods and services. Value added is corporate filler speak for making a product more expensive 
by some obscure improvement or modification. So somebody is like a little bit biased in this definition from 2005 by, ironically enough, the, the Urban Dictionary user Anarchy and Freedom. It, it seems like to me, if I'm understanding it correctly... Yeah, I didn't listen to any of that because, right. <laughs> <laughs> because this time I'm not thinking about boobs. I'm thinking about something else because <laughs> one of the definitions of VAT in Urban Dictionary is a female vampire's vagina. <laughs> that is from 2011 by the user Poo Poo Kachu. Poo Poo Kachu. Which is their only their only definition. They got they, they on they August their August thirteenth, two thousand eleven. They were thinking, hmm, I should go on. I should go on Urban Dictionary to find a fat as a female's vampire vagina. I kind of, I almost trust the definitions that are the only one from that account because that makes me feel like there's some sort of expert that's like, I can't believe they don't have the true definition up here. I'm gonna create an account just to add this in. Like, Forty six. Trust it more. Thirty seven people went out of their way to say that this is not the correct definition, though. So, <laughs> did anyone say it was the right one? Twenty three did. So twenty three yeses, thirty seven noes. I don't really know the motivation of people uh, voting on these Urban Dictionary things, so I don't know how much I trust the the votes one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. So, um, everywhere should have female vampire vaginas. Or vodka and tonics, and that is a, that's a political statement. I'm willing to say here on the show. I'm okay with I'm okay with going that far. <laughs> it's you know I appreciate that Steve thought that we could have a really good discussion on this. I, I like I kind of love that I I imagine him as he's submitting this, saying you know like you know who really needs to speak out about uh, in what way our our local governments and and federal governments collect our inc- like our money is Zach and Paul. I bet that they have something really insightful to add to this. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that was his thought process too. Or maybe he was like, maybe we, I can get these two idiots to clown around for 30 minutes about nothing and, and just isn't, really embarrass them. Isn't that's what in like the Fallout games, like the shooting system is called? Like, when yeah. You like pause time and zoom in. Is that is that what he meant? Like every game should have vats? Maybe so, but he doesn't say an S on the end. He just says V-A-T. And VATS is, I think, like Vault Tech Automated Targeting System or something like that. that. That sounds right, yeah. I like how I know that way more, way more <laughs> readily than I know value added tax. <laughs> I, may not, I may not be right on the definition from Fallout, but I'm, I probably am. Let me just Google that real quick. Vault Tech Assisted Targeting System. I was close, though. A lot closer than I was with the uh, value added tax system or whatever. Um,. <laughs> Okay, what I, I've, I've talked enough about taxes and vaginas for one episode. I think <laughs> I think we've reached our quota. We we've really delved into into topics we normally don't really pay that much time to. <laughs> I know, I know, and there's nothing I know less about than the than a vagina or a tax <laughs> a tax system. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, tax systems. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I, you all, sorry, go ahead. I'm, you, it sounded like you're going to say something else. Go ahead. I know. I know <laughs> that was the, that was the joke. <laughs> I'm trying to judge the fallout. Haha. Of main, of keeping that joke in. There's a lot of shit. This editing is going to be a real beast this week. Um, yeah, we obviously we've run out of steam here. We're just riffing on nothing. So, um, Without further ado, I think it's time that we um, welcome. Um, by the way, I should say before we get any further, Ali's going to come on as a guest here in a moment. Um, you may notice this significant, or you may not. I don't know. I haven't edited it yet, but from what I remember of this recording, which we did the guest spot a few weeks ago, um, you may notice a, a significant increase in perhaps my slurring. <laughs> of words in uh, the next segment um i was fairly drunk i will be the first to admit um but it was a great time um it was a friday night um and, and uh i think you're really gonna like it we had a lot of fun having a discussion so um let's get into it let's let's bring a guest on board okay everybody um today we are joined by a special guest every guest is special but this one is also equally as special uh, her name is ali she's here with us on the show today in the studio um I should say up front, if the audio sounds a little bit strange, it's because this is the first time um, in the podcast's history, after however many episodes, that um, we're doing two people in the same room, or at least attempting it. So um, it should sound okay, but it may sound a little different. So that's why. Um, and it's going to be okay. And that was the first words that Ali had to say on the podcast, is it's going to be okay, which is so comforting. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I feel much better already. Um, do you, Allie, is it okay if I talk about how we met? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so... Because <laughs> I also kind of don't remember. <laughs> well, it had to do with Alex and Preston, obviously. Yeah, so we have a, uh, a couple mutual friends. So I would say that um, Allie's best friend is my best friend's wife. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, now wife. Now wife. Yeah, they now just got wife, married. As of two weeks ago. That's right. We were we oh, were wow. both. Uh, I was a I was a bridesmaid and she was a groomsman. I was <laughs> in the wedding. Should have seen the way I wore that suit. Oh, uh, you look so good. I feel like that my it ass was so tailored. My ass just didn't show the dress and show off my ass like no, I expected. No, it was re- it was really tight in your bust. <laughs> but yeah, so we met because of Alex and Preston. That's right, and um. The first time we met, your car ran out of gas on Highway 6 on the way to Houston, which I had to stop and turn around and get you oh gas. God. He was very mad. I still am. <laughs> and I'd rather talk about the second time we hung out. Okay, which, which was? <laughs> um, that was the time um, where we went out for Alex's birthday. This was a few years ago, pre-COVID. We went out to celebrate Alex's birthday and oh my god we get to the restaurant the story you're telling right now and okay. i sit down to eat my dinner next to um this this person that uh, i had never met before except for the time they had run out of gas and made me very upset so we were already off on the wrong foot and <laughs> she turns to me i okay before before you keep going i don't think this is the first thing i said to you it was close enough to still be a problem. To still be too early? <laughs> yeah. You turned to me and you said, What's the most embarrassing moment of your life? 
And no, I said, I no, you that. did say that. I, I, my memory is better than yours, I promise you. And I said, I don't know. And you said, oh, well, mine's the time that I shit my pants. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? No. Nope. Like, <laughs> you're like, no. Excuse me, stranger. Would you like to hear about the time that I shit my pants? <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. I want every detail this sounds hilarious. And so you told the whole story of how you shit your pants. Mm-hmm. And then... Baton Yeah, right. Yeah, classic LSU. And mm. then immediately, like, like close enough after to be a problem, you were like, anyway, see ya. And then you just dipped and you just went home. So this, I sat next to this one girl for dinner. You say, uh, you tell me a story about how you shit your own pants and then you leave. Like... Hours early into the night. I had places to be. You know what's ironic? That I should have stayed hanging out with y'all. And that's the night that my car got totaled. Yeah. I got hit by an 18-wheeler and my car got totaled. Uh, Now I have a question for you. Do you think it's karma for leaving your friends behind or karma for shitting your own pants? (laughs) Well, if it was karma for shitting my own pants, it would have happened way long ago. Because that was like 2017. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hey. think it was karma for not getting drunk with y'all for Alex's birthday. That may have been mm. the truth. Although you've made up for that tenfold in the time since that I've known you. I feel like I sure have. Um, <laughs> so I feel like we kind of cut Paul out of the conversation. That I'm sorry. No, for that. Okay. So this is this is Allison. This is Allie. This is Zach. This is how we met. <laughs> Good old shit story to get it moving. Good old shit story. That. Who doesn't want that? I mean, to balance it out, I'll say that that um, I went to Cancun in 2019, and uh, you know how they say don't drink the water in Mexico. I I resulted that resulted in me shitting my pants. So I will say I have my own pants shitting story. Was it in the ocean? It was. <laughs> it was worse. It was uh, on the drive to work the following week. Oh oh. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> no, don't worry. I turned around. I changed oh, pants. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> Than the ocean? Yeah, I'd say so. It is. Uh, Paul, do you have a pants shooting story? Give it to us. I hate to say I actually don't think I do. Oh, you hate to say that? Oh my god, there's no way. I hate to say it because none come to mind for me. And that that almost seems embarrassing that I can't tell about a time I've shooting (laughs) pants. Alright, so um, my understanding is that... um, we're kind of dropping this into an episode. I don't know what we've talked about before or since in the, in the middle of this episode, but I do know this. I know that Allie um, has kind of been back on the hinge game a little bit recently. Um, she's had a little bit of a, a few hinge experiences, and we're a big fan of the dating app discussion on this podcast. We do it uh, very frequently. So um, if it make you feel more comfortable, Allie, to share your stories, because I know you can't prepare for the view today. I'd like to tell one of like a very brief one that happened to me recently because it may be my only one. I would love for you to take the lead. So, um, a long time ago. Long, long time ago in a faraway land. Right. Uh, <laughs> faraway land was Richardson, and a long time ago was, <laughs> was maybe November or December. I matched with this person. Let me see if I can find it here in the app. Oh, no. I think she may have unmatched me. Oh, won't it show as, like, user, like, deleted or something? It doesn't hint. It doesn't bumble, I No, think. if someone unmatches you, you can't even see their profile again. 
I so rarely get unmatched. This is a new thing for me. It, so let me say this. It was she wait, unmatched. Are you talking about match or hinge? Hinge. Okay. You, you, wait, you use match.com? No, What's next? OK reason, Cupid? I thought you said match. And I was, I was about to What's feel farmers very only? sorry for you. <laughs> no, I'm not on match.com. Give me Thank some respect. Thank God. <laughs> no, I, uh, so this person, I, I remember clearly what happened, so I can recount it here live without, without relying. I see why they unmatched me. So a while back, I was, you know, <laughs> you guys know my flirt game. I like to get on. I like to talk my shit and then do silly. nothing about it. I like a little, get a little silly, have a little fun. I'm, I'm on these dating apps for me, you know, it's just for the entertainment. And I got, I maybe came on too strong with this one person that I wasn't really interested in. And they fired back with like something flirty too. And then I genuinely didn't have anything against them. Like I would have kept it going, but I got super busy. And I forgot to respond for a couple days. It happens. Mm, it I didn't mean anything by it. I, I actually did intend to respond. And then I got another message a few days later. It was like, hey. What the fuck? I'm really, like, I'm really drunk right now. But you, but, you should, but you need to have this. And then she gave me her number, which, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I get that. I'm... I'm I've said way worse things to way more people while drunk, so I can't fault her for that move. I get it. And then I genuinely kind of didn't respond for the rest of the weekend. I had a busy weekend, and I just I wasn't trying to blow anybody off. Also, at this point, I should say, I was being flirty up front, but I'm talking like we're, we're in a single-digit number of messages. This isn't like a, yeah. a two-week-long conversation. This is like over a couple days. So I don't respond, and then I get another message. This is the third one in a row, unprompted, which Ali is probably like, this is nothing, because I'm sure that women experience this like a, th- a thousand times a day. Oof. <laughs> yeah, she's already like, get, Let me get, tell get. ya. <laughs> you got another podcast? I can do a whole ass two-hour <laughs> podcast about that. So then she comes back again, and then she's like, hey, like, just hey. I'm like, all right, well, okay. Now it's getting weird, so I'm definitely not going to respond now. And then, ever since then, I get a one week, every once a week, I get a new response from her that's like, Zach, like in all caps. Like, all right, chill out. All right, we get it. Like, Have you not responded to her yet? No, no. She sent, I think, I think the final total before I just realized I got a match was maybe seven messages in a row. Wow. Of just her like, answer me. <laughs> like really like kind of scary I think you need to block her before she finds out where you live well it kind of made me feel like i felt like i was on my hot girl shit you know because that kind of stuff doesn't happen i don't get that kind of attention very frequently so i in a way it was kind of like i'd wake up on a sunday morning and be like oh, kind of like that like another oh, another there she is exactly it's like there she is right <laughs> on cue another another midnight on saturday <laughs> A little message <laughs> for Zachary. She's back. <laughs> and and I mean she she made me like feel very clearly like I would never you know, I, I was I wasn't gonna pursue it because I felt uncomfortable, but I did like the attention. And I felt like it did make me feel good, which is why I didn't do anything about it. But she has apparently out of embarrassment blocked me, which is fair. Oh, mm. I did not expect that. To well, be the end of the story. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I couldn't find the message when we first started talking about it. Mm. 
Well, so that's my that's my really most recent uh, hinge story. Uh, the rest I have are not especially interesting, but I feel like you've got a few for us that you can drop on us right now. So, the last hinge date I went on, he lived in Fort Worth. He did not even suggest to drive like halfway from Dallas to Fort Worth or like even meet in Dallas. And so I drive 40 minutes to Fort Worth and I text my friend Victoria and I'm like, hey, I'm going on a hinge date. I'm kind of freaked out about it because I'm going so far away from home, yada, yada, yada. And so I show up to his house and I see like this piece of paper with like feathers glued on it and I'm like oh you you crafting and he's like oh yeah I have a I have a child and I was like ooh oh. ooh <laughs> would have been cool to let me know before so, I drove 40 minutes so there's zero indication on his profile that he has a child nothing that's what I do you would never know I mean you're at my house right now you have no idea that I have two kids right you would never know <laughs> No, <laughs> you look like such a dad. We we got a phone call earlier today from the pizza place. This is such oh an aside. God. This Zach is like on his toes about this. We uh, we ordered pizza to the house, and we had to go because of this recording. I tried to go to Best Buy to pick up a piece of audio equipment that they did not stock. But on the way we were there, we were out away from the house. The pizza got dropped off, and the pizza man called me, and he was like, "Hey, are you here?" I was like, I'm sorry, we're trying to do contactless delivery. I'm at my son's recital. Like, is it okay? No, you didn't even say recital. You said, I'm at my son's thing. Well, I wanted to say piano recital, but then I got scared that they don't have those during COVID. And then the pizza delivery man would be like, hey, wait a second. I have a son, and he plays piano. And And there's no recitals during COVID, you liar. Liar, liar, liar. So... and then, and then I was like, yeah, can you leave the pizza on the porch? But uh, wait, hang on a second. I think my wife uh, had a, uh, left a tip online. Is that true? Because I don't want to have the delivery driver not go without a tip. I'm pretty sure my wife put it on her card. And he was like, yeah, yeah, your wife did that. And I was like, okay, cool. Cracking a cold one. When he picked up the phone, it didn't even take a second thought for him like he was just like oh yeah i'm at my son's thing i'm so sorry if you could just leave it on the porch my wife will give you a tip i was like how many times have you done this <laughs> it just seems so natural i was so confused well i i tweeted about this but i love telling women on hinge that i have a wife cracking a cold one is that a thing for you I love one of the things one of my favorite things to do is when I'm planning a date to go on like the best example I have is somebody asked me to go on a date uh, this weekend and I couldn't because I was recording a podcast with Allie and I said I'm sorry I have plans this weekend but how about next weekend because that's my wife's out of town (laughs) and she was like what (laughs) (laughs) or like I like to casually drop like um, I th- again. Oh, this yeah, is, I'm married. <laughs> that or like this is this is always this is I'm I'm completely still like wiping the rug out from under your hinge bench. But um, I like to joke about how I have a a son too. I've told the story about how I told the Halloween store that I have a son. But uh, somebody <laughs> I was texting somebody from Tinder, and 
she was like, I, it's just like so expensive to have a dog. Like I love my dog so much, but nobody tells you they cost you so much money. And I was like, yeah, that reminds, my, reminds me of my bum ass son. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, my son, Eric, like I love him to death, but man, he cost me a lot of money. And she was like, I am so confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's so not appropriate to say. I mean, I bounce back every time. I'm not worried about it. I'm such a charmer. Are you single right now? I mean, you know the answer to that. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Works so well. Did you, do you have any more hint stories for us today? Or? Um, I don't, but I heard this podcast is about things that annoy you. <laughs> you heard you because you haven't listened to it yourself. <laughs> did you hear that on the street? Like, where did you get that information? No, it's like y'all are so popular. This podcast mm. is like blowing up. Yeah, hey, we've got a listener all the way in San Diego. So <laughs> I made a whole list. Here's I, I my think first you should share one. all of them. All of them? No, you don't have enough time. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think you know how much time I have, but go <laughs> Okay, so I have so many friends that take Botox, and they're like, oh my god, Allie, you have to have it, because it's preventive. It's preventive from getting wrinkles, and you have to have it now, or you're going to get wrinkles in the future. And I'm like, or maybe just put lotion on your face. And it's not preventive. Preventive is brushing your teeth so you don't have cavities. It's not preventive. But every person that you know, I guarantee you, has Botox. Every person? So many people. <laughs> there were a lot of people, I will say. If they don't say. have Botox, they have their lips done. I don't want to... This is territory that we usually don't veer into. I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up because this is something that Are Paul... You? Well, not anymore. If you're going to question me on it now, I wish you would have talked about something else. Okay, we'll pretend you can cut this out. <laughs> no, I, you're the director of this little <laughs> podcast thing you got going on. What a diminutive way to refer to this hobby I have. I don't know, this little stupid little podcast that you got I going on. I never said the word stupid, for the record. But everything else was accurate. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, I... I don't understand lip injections. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to veer into anything that can be interpreted as sexist or anything like that. But no, there's no there's no sexist thing about it. It's it's preference. I guess that's a fair like way to look of, at it. A lot of a lot of girls love doing it, and like I love self empowerment and that's true self esteem. But there are so many girls that are so beautiful without it, and then they go to that extreme. And the next thing you know, they're getting like Botox, their lips, their, I don't know. It's just, it's just so much. I have lip injections. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> so it was all over TMZ. Yeah. Because we're, we're not such a little well, podcast, are we? it wasn't TMZ, we? it was um, Perez. Hilton. That's right. Yeah, I he, remember him. He did break the news. It was very embarrassing. Ugh. You're just, you're in the limelight. It's hard to say. I'm, the paparazzi are always like, oh, Zachary, uh, uh, what's your next podcast about? Are you bringing Allie on this year? What's go, what's ep- when's episode 50 going to drop? You asked for this. I wanted this. I think it's going well. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. And I don't know if this is a thing, but I've heard before, oh, I don't want laugh lines. So people like... Laugh some, lines. People um, like the wrinkles that you get that kind of form around the bottom around your cheek your cheekbones 
and like they, right here yeah so nobody else can see you but because we're on an audio medium but i can see you and i'm saying yes that was where they would appear and it's like underneath the cheekbones around the corners of your mouth you can get laugh lines from smiling too much I feel like that is one of the most attractive things on people and like even smile lines like little they call them crow's feet okay you can't see Zach right now but he's he looks a little like the joker like he's having a stroke I'm smiling so hard <laughs> to make my, my crow's feet show up <laughs> but I think crow's feet and laugh lines are such a good thing to have. I feel like those, that's what I'm getting at, is that kind of wrinkles. Those are happy wrinkles. Right. Why would you want to, why would you want to, that, if anything, avoiding that into your old age, you're going to, okay, let's get one thing abundantly clear. You're going to look like absolute dog shit when you get old, no matter what you try to do. Everybody yes. ends up ugly. That's in the. I think that's in the Bible. I think. The, I think the Bible says that. Jesus said, "When you get seventy-five years old, you are ugly." He said. I do remember that. I think that's. <laughs> I think it's Job three seventeen. The famous. The famous 18? Job. The book of the Bible. Job written Job. by Jesus himself. It, it might be that one. I don't know. Um, don't quote me on it though. <laughs> So you went to private school until college. So I don't know. Oof, I don't. I <laughs> that's embarrassing for that school system. <laughs> hey, it, sh- it shut down. It didn't even. It didn't even last. Shut down. After. It doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't exist. Straight up, it doesn't exist. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Well, may I can see why. That's, that's where me and Alex and Jake and Cooper all went to school. You'll recognize Jake because the last episode, Jake submitted a lot of topics. We read an email of his on the show. Did he? He did. That, that's the same go. Jake. Uh, Cooper has yet to appear on the show, but he also went to high school with all of them. So. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Okay, so I feel like you... Okay, anyway, all Bible jokes aside, you get to the, you get to the end of your life, and either you have wrinkles or you don't, you still look like ass right why not have the wrinkles that show that you lived a happy life and you smiled a lot that's what i'm saying you know don't get botox yeah I, have have smile lines have wrinkles crow's feet make it look like you were laughing your whole life i don't really think i want people knowing that i lived a happy life i'd rather hide that at all costs why <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> I, I want to i want to um, I want to confuse people by sounding like an, a grumpy old man, but looking like a happy old man. You know. <laughs> uh, so what's your what's your grumpy old man voice going to be? All right, let me get into get character in, yeah, here. Yeah, get in position. I think you need to scoot the chair back a little bit too. Okay. Should I get like super far away from the microphone so that nobody can hear me do this old man impression? I don't know. I just feel like whatever you need to do, you need to do it. You're mad. You're an old man. Yeah, give me more motivation. I like the this. Kids, the kids are in your yard. Your wife died. God damn. <laughs> your dog is on its last leg. You're about your to Viagra be Your Viagra stopped showing up. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul, I would really like to live in this fiction with you, but in what reality would I need Viagra if my dog was about to die? No, I'm just kidding. If my <laughs> wife was dead. Well, 
might just need it for yourself. I don't really know. No, pr- trust me. I, if any, like. if anything could do it, it's me above my wife. I prob- If anything has taught, if this life has taught me anything, is that give us, give us your mad grandpa voice, like get out of my lawn. You damn, you goddamn kids always playing with your lasers and phasers in my front lawn. I swear to God, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to yell. I'd be a lot nicer if I had my Viagra around. I just having a hard time being getting it up lately. You know how it is, right? All these kids around here. It with, looks like you got a dip in. Well, of course I do. Like a, in the future. All uh, erectile dysfunction medication is distributed through shredded in shredded bags, so you got to scoop it out and pack a pack your bottom lip with uh, Cialis. Yes. You see, it as like an antidepressant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you just mix it up. <laughs> no, no, no. You got it mistaken. Cialis erectile dysfunction medication in the bottom lip like tobacco. Nicotine you take with a pill. <laughs> you might I get my nicotine high through a pill. Oh Jesus Christ. I just, I just hope that we survive through this COVID stuff. Well, I believe on my. Tw- well, I don't think we should talk about that. Let's rewind. I was gonna say on my twenty fifth birthday, um, we came to the agreement that I didn't want to live past thirty. Oh my god! <laughs> you remember this? Wait, wait. Are we about to talk about how when you're twenty seven, I'm gonna kill you? That's exactly what we're about to talk about. <laughs> When, why, when, who, what, where, and why did we talk about that? Well, it came, this is basically just like Paul witnessing a conversation between me and you, for the record. Sorry, Paul. (laughs) It's okay. It's been a long time since we've actually spoken and like talked together. Um, yeah, I don't mean to cut you. Feel free to interject. Um, the, uh. I don't remember what originally sponsored the idea, but on the 4th of July... Are you sure it was the 4th of July? Well, it was either that or the next weekend because the 4th of July was a Friday and then the next Saturday was my 25th birthday. And we hung out both weekends. And uh, I think it... 4th of, 4th of July was your river house. Yes. And, and I think that was when... I found the insects. <laughs> we got to talk about the insects now. Is that what we're going to talk? This show has just gone off the road. There's no. It's just this is the Alish segment. Alish is going to come on and she's going to talk about whatever the Christ she wants to mention. Anyway, so <laughs> exactly right. Take away. Take it away. <laughs> now I'm good. No, I'm, no, I'm no, 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 I'm sorry. I was sorry. I mean, the insect story is funny. Allie is a creep and she likes bugs because she's an absolute weirdo. And okay, she's... so, for, no, it was, it was before. You were like trying to make her feel better and then you're like, yeah, she's a creep and a weirdo. Anyways, I think she'll like, she'll eat it up. Yeah, she'll, she'll feel good about herself. She's a fucking creep and a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make her feel better about herself. No, it wasn't at your ranch house. It was when we got super drunk at Preston and Alex's house. They're a recurring theme in our, our friendship. It was like the first time. And we made our handshake. Yeah, we have video proof of that. Yes. And then... Oh, I can't remember. It somehow we came out... We were talking about like the 27 Club. Well, it came out because I was like... I always get the feeling that... Cause, uh, so I... 
context. The weekend before 4th of July, you are obsessed with bugs. You're not a creeper or weirdo because of it. You just like bugs. And because of that, we happen to be drunk, and you happen to got stung by a scorpion. And the next night, because you like bugs, we happen to be drunk, and you happen to try to maybe, perhaps, pet a tarantula. And I maybe... It wasn't perhaps. It was actually... And I had to save the day. And I had to pick up a tarantula with a you boat. You threw it. No, you... I picked it up with a boat oar and I threw it into the woods. And what happened after that? Well, tarantulas are so heavy that I could hear the thud into the darkness when I threw it into the woods, <laughs> which is terrifying. And then it came back. Exactly. And it was pissed at me. No, it wasn't pissed. It wanted, it wanted to hang out with me. Spiders have eight legs and that spider stood up on its hind two. That's the sign of a pissed off tarantula. <laughs> So I, I picked it, it up fine. again. It was fine. And I threw it into the woods again because I knew you and you were going to try to pet it again like you did the scorpion and the tarantula the first time. And then that was it for good. So anyway, I got the impression based on that interaction that you started playing with a scorpion and two tarantulas that you maybe were the scariest person I'd ever met. And Aww. the following weekend, you happened to be there for my 25th. Equally terrifying. And we started talking about how I'm scared of you. And then you said, well, <laughs> the 27th club is when, you know, you know how many. Oh, and that was when I was going to murder you. Yes. Right. Now we're back. <laughs> now we're back to me now being we're murdered. we're back to square one. Uh, square three. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's the story of how that you, you're going to kill me at, on my 27th birthday, which I'm still counting on, by the way. Well. Clock is ticking. I think you have a calendar. <laughs> I have a timer. Uh, what were you going to say, Paul? I, I just ju- uh, decided to add a lot by saying that you're hoping for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I don't want to live past <laughs> I think 30. he is. Paul, when are you going to die? I'm really hoping it happens maybe the night before my child's final piano recital. Allie, is there, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about with us today? Is there anything you want to ask me? Well, yeah, Paul, do you have any questions? For, for, it's like an interview now. <laughs> I feel like this is the first time I will say, I don't mean to interrupt. I feel like this is the first time that, which I've done all this entire episode. I'm sorry for continually interrupting. This is the first time that we've had a guest and the guest has run the show. And it should be in Paul like, okay, if we just like go along for the ride. I don't think I've <laughs> run anything, but I appreciate I will I will run this show whenever you want me to. You're our producer now, officially. Okay, well Yeah. Give me ten bucks an hour. <laughs> Jeez. Alright, well five dollars for we today pay- alone. <laughs> we we don't pay, pay for ourselves. all my alcohol. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul, do you have any 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 interview questions for Allie? I definitely do not. Uh, when you kill Zach, are you planning to like cover it up or hide his body? Or are you Ooh, gonna like make it known a- that you did? I'm glad I'm glad that you asked that. So I was going to make it look kind of like an accident. Um, we've been talking okay. about his death to join the 27 Club for a year now. Yeah, Zach? Well, it, w- it would have been July, so currently it's January. Okay, so almost a year. <laughs> um, well, how long do we have until you're 27, Zach? Is it like... Um, it's a year and a half at this point. Okay. <laughs> We'll figure something out. We'll get if, there. If I need your help, 
I will ask you. <laughs> okay. I did not volunteer to help murder Zach, but I, I guess I can do that. <laughs> I'm down. Sure, why not? It's like a weird inside joke that we both don't know where it originated from or why it's still a joke. Can I say something? Absolutely. You still scare the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Um, did you... I don't know if this is worth exploring. I don't know if we have the time for it. We you can always edit this. This is nothing live. Well, why, why don't you just show everyone into the studio then? Somebody comes in, la di da, and they get to see behind okay. the scenes of how we record this. <laughs> Go. Um, you also thought about discussing how uncomfortable it makes you feel when adults say the word potty. Ooh. And I really liked that one. Okay. So... I work in a dental office, and Mondays and Thursdays are orthodontic days. So people come in to get their braces, retied, wires adjusted, whatever. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday are pediatric dentistry days, and parents will come in and say... Like, they'll sign all the consents. I have to get them to sign a COVID consent. I have to get them to sign a consent for the cleaning exam, x-rays and fluoride, yada, yada, yada. And the parents are like, okay, well, we're going to go potty real quick. (laughs) And I'm expecting them to bring their child to the bathroom. And just, like, the 48-year-old woman goes to the bathroom. And she says... I have to potty. Don't say potty. If does is that not weird? It is a little bit weird, and I really like the juxtaposition of asking to go potty and then just crushing like, and then potty real quick. You can yes, you can go piss. <laughs> I don't care. We have a bathroom right there. Sorry, do you need to take a shit? Welcome to adulthood, (laughs) idiot. (laughs) It's so so confusing. I like the contrast of somebody saying they have to go potty, and then like through the door you can hear them just laying an enormous righteous shit. Well, thank God it's too far away that I don't hear any of what they're doing. Oh, you don't hang by the bathroom door to to listen in? No, not usually. (laughs) You you and I have very different jobs. Mm. (laughs) I don't know what you do, but I'm glad it's not what I do. Zach, Zach, you're always vague about what you do at your job, and now I know why. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm the the guy who's paid to, like, rank people on how disgusting their shits are. It's but new- it's just weird because like parents will come in and be like, "Okay, we have to potty," I, and then the kid will sit down <laughs> on a chair, and then the parent will go to the bathroom. And I'm like, first of all, what do you mean we?" Yeah, right, right, right. Second of all, what do you mean potty?" She'd be like, "Can I use the bathroom?" It's it's just it's disgusting. The next time this happens, I'd really like it if you acted like you had never heard the word potty before. Okay, Somebody so comes in, they're I like, say? they're like, here, let's, let's act it out, okay? Okay. You, you be the customer, right, I'll be so, you. So, hi, what's the patient's name? Hi, um, my, uh, my son's name, wait, you're the, you're the mom, I'm the, 
on you. So you would know oh. your son's name. Your son's name is Derek. No, I thought I was the... No, I want to be you in this. In this. Okay, okay. Come up and say, and okay. come up, okay? Hi, I have Darren. Ugh, ugly kid. Anyway. Okay, Darren's appointment is at 2.30. Mm-hmm. You like that one? Um, is it okay if I go potty real quick? I'm sorry, what? I'm going to go potty real quick. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna party. I'm gonna go potty. Do y'all have a a a potty? Um, I have to potty. What? Uh, you have a to... restroom. Oh. Uh, um, Darren, no. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Darren right here. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go potty real quick. Oh, you're gonna the restroom? Is that what you're asking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. The, party uh, i mean i've never heard that before but yeah no it's uh down to the left yeah you can you can party all you want just don't be too loud noise can play right <laughs> oh well, that's <laughs> that would be that's how you should handle it you gotta act like you've never heard the word potty before in your entire life I can't. I can't. and also you have to call the little kid ugly <laughs> no <laughs> ali um it has been a joy having you and it's um, been such a pleasure. I feel like I never want to listen to this. This entire <laughs> podcast, I don't want to listen to it ever. <laughs> man, man, you, man, you, man, usually people don't show up here and talk shit about our podcast. But. <laughs> you just dunked on us so hard. <laughs> Why, like, I kind of regret having you on here for you to come in that hot and talk that much shit. We're like, hey, like, you want to come on? You're like, yeah, but I don't want to even listen to this show. Thank you, though. <laughs> I actually have listened to y'all's podcast before, like, on my way to work. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm not, like, a fake fan. <laughs> All right, that's comforting. <laughs> but okay, never well, don't, again. Don't, like, get your dicks hard about it or anything. It's too late. It's way too late. Oh, shit. Um, that, it's been great having you. Thank you for joining us for this wild so experience. Welcome. A lot of good stories. Anytime. So yeah, I'm sure we've said it a um, hundred times already um, as Allie was walking out of the studio, but it was great having her on. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on the show, Allie. It was good to have you. Yeah, thank you. It, that was a lot of fun, uh, that conversation. Um, you can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, or, and SoundCloud. Um, we'd ask you to like us on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating and review there too. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at not all bad show, and you can email us at not all bad show at gmail.com. If you want to make us talk about taxes and other things, um, you can, uh, email the, that email with the subject line, random rant idea. We'll add your uh, thought to the list and, and bring it up uh, live on the show and force ourselves to find something, anything funny to say about it. Like um, as hard as that text. may be. Yeah. <laughs> as hard as that may be, we'll find a way. Um, if you like what you heard today, tell your friends about the show. It would mean a lot. Uh, and if you want to be a guest like Allie was, you can also let us know. Reach out uh, via the email or the Twitter or to Paul and I personally. Um, we had a lot of fun here today. Thanks for joining us. This has been episode 60 of Not All Bad. It's good to be back. I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. Uh, I, I guess I could add my last name. It's not really yeah, fun. why not? This, this, this is only this the is 60th time you've, we've done this. <laughs> Dance like nobody's watching, rant like nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs>